This is an explicit podcast. This is not a safe space. You're gonna get your panties twisted. So don't wear La Senza cause it's not cheap. Assume every trigger warning. If you're very woke, if you're religious, please stay away unless you're gay. Hello, you beautiful fucks, and welcome to episode number 217 of the comedy podcast, Coming to Ya. On Friday, 3rd September 2021, this is your host, Harith Akma. Welcome, welcome. To start today's episode, I want to talk to you about why your life sucks. Hi, I'm your guardian devil, and I want to tell you why you're not living your dreams. It's because you didn't buy that Zerntan video. I'm kidding. But uh, no, it's really simple, yeah? Most of you are living on very low energy at the moment. Look at the top right of your screen right now. Do you see that battery? Imagine that thing, but at like 5%. That's you. Right now, all the fucking time. You're just so fucking tired, so sleepy. People are not charging their batteries. People are draining their energy all the time. The boys, people are addicted to squeezing their ketchup bottle. I will not explain what I meant by that. What I'm trying to just say though is that the ketchup is energy. And instead of building up that energy, you keep wasting the ketchup. Stop it. Too much Netflix. Apparently, lying down all day staring into a screen is hella tiring. Tell me, how do you feel after an entire day of binging the Peaky Blinders? Probably not good, right? So why do you keep draining your energy like that? Do you believe Do you believe that matter is energy, man? I think Einstein said it or some shit. But the point is, you see this? If you believe shit like esoteric, new age shit like that, then you believe that... I'm holding up a 50 ringgit note, by the way. You believe that this is energy. How are you going to create this in your life if you don't have the raw materials? So take a fucking break. Charge your goddamn batteries. There we go, guys. Just had to let that out because um, I'm fucking exhausted. uh. I, I haven't been squeezing my ketchup bottle. I've been shoving it up my ass, which is also very tiring. It requires a lot of bicep and rectal control. So I'm trying to I'm trying to figure my shit out, guys. That was just me projecting onto you why I'm so fucking tired. I'm exhausted, people. Fuck. What's the paradox of this whole thing? Even living your dreams. I'm kind of living my dream right now, you know? Building a skill that I like, this comedy shit. Even living your dreams is tiring. Which is why I'm like, fuck it, man. I can't wait to die. I just... Honestly, dying sounds great. Not having to do anything, fuck yeah. Because as while you're alive, if you do things, you're tired, you feel like shit. If you don't do things, you're tired and you feel like shit. But the difference is, if you do things, people will suck your dick. So I gotta keep... Uh, gotta keep... Uh, yeah, d- doing this. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to talk about anal now. Um, you know, be- that 
that entire monologue I did in the beginning, I think it's because... Uh, hold on, guys. I'm getting too many fucking notifications. Yeah, you see, another thing that drains your energy is fucking notifications. Turn that shit off. You don't have to reply everybody. Fuck them. Even your mother. Fuck your mother. When I die, then you know. When you die, bitch. When you die... I, I'm so jealous you get to die first. Tell your mom that. Fuck this life. Yeah, Ma, I'm jealous you get to die first. Just, <laughs> just die. Please, I'd be so happy if you died. This is bullshit. Let me talk about Adel. Uh, yeah, so I used to be so rigid with my time, I think. But this time, this time I got to do this and this. Pomodoro technique, meditation. Man, man, it just burns me the fuck out. So I'm just trying to chill out. Just trying to relax with it and have fun, you know. Here's the thing. I'm less anal now, right? But here's a little play on words for you. I never expected that my life would involve less anal. Growing up, you know, I was watching a lot of porn and all that. And I was so convinced that my future would be just full of gaping anuses. I don't know why I thought as a kid, man, when I grow up, I'm going to have all the anal in the world. I just assumed that. Anal was what adults do all the goddamn time. Taxes and double penetration, daycare and uh, ass to mouth. God damn it. I couldn't write a clean joke to save my mother's life because she's a dirty whore. Uh, I could probably r write a clean joke to save my own life though because I hardly ever do anal. Uh, there are so, so little anuses in my life, guys. So little. There's only one anus, my woman's. Not even my own anus is involved. It's just one anus. And I, I kind of just get to see it there usually during doggy style. Just like, hey, hey, dude. Hi. How are ya? Just like that neighbor you never talk to. You're just like, you know, you walk down the street and you acknowledge their existence. You kind of nod. Hi. But you never like, you never like develop a relationship or anything with that neighbor, you know? Just, hey. That's my relationship with Taylor's asshole. But my woman enjoys doggy and I don't, you know, because I got to talk to my neighbor. It's, shit's awkward. And it's uncomfortable to spend so much time with something that you're never going to have a thing with. You know what I mean? Like a really hot girl who doesn't want to fuck you. I think guys can relate to this. Actually, I think women can relate to this too. You ever just hang out with a dude, you want to fuck him. But he's never going to fuck you. But you got to keep hanging out with him. It's, un it's fucking uncomfortable. Yeah? An entire car ride with that really hot girl who doesn't want to fuck you is how uncomfortable this situation is. Her anus is just uh, magnificent, the pinkish, no wrinkles. You know, just a beautiful, whole-looking thing. I once dated a white girl and she... Where was she from? Some kind of European. She said that real men eat ass. And at the time when she said that, I was thinking real men eat, real men eat ass. I don't want to be a real man then. Because white people only wipe with tissue. They don't uh, sanitize with hydration. They scrape off the mess and then mush the rest in, in deeper so it can marinate in the ferment or whatever. You know, it, these fucking white people. Imagine this. You you shit on the floor and only wipe it with tissue, right? Imagine you use all the tissue on the in the world 
to wipe that shit. Would you eat off that floor? Look, I'm not judging white people for their sanitary habits. Yeah. They built the modern world while having stanky butts. It's just that I don't want to eat marinated feces. That's all, you know. I'm not going to eat your white girl ass. Of course, um, as I listen to what I just said, uh, it is ridiculous what I just said. Uh, I know that white people shower. But as a kid, it didn't occur to me that they could clean their butts with soap in, with soap in the shower. I, I thought... All they did was tissues. So when I was watching porn and saw the white people eating ass, I was just horrified. Why would you do that? God! My thoughts as an 11-year-old, yeah. But I thought, hey, maybe... Maybe um, maybe that's... Maybe adulting's hard. I don't know. I want to talk about the Taliban Taliban rant. One la- this is the last one, I promise. I shit too much on the Taliban on this podcast. I'm not going to do it anymore after today. But before I, before I do that, I just want to tell you what I love about comedians. Yeah, You know what I love about the comedians is that not everyone will know who they are. It's like this. Imagine a Bangladeshi prostitute. You know, she probably knows who Thor is. Yeah. A Bangladeshi prostitute would probably be racist to like Dave Chappelle. Um, is what I'm saying. Like, like she sees Thor walking down the road. Oh, it is Thor. Oh. She'd fuck Thor. Might give him a discount. She won't fuck Dave Chappelle. This skanky Bangladeshi prostitute will not fuck Dave Chappelle for two racist reasons. Firstly, colorism. It's this thing in South Asia, actually even Southeast Asia, right? Anyone darker than me is inferior than me. It's fucked up, but that's how a lot of them that's a lot that's how a lot of them think. The second reason why a Bangladeshi prostitute would not fuck Dave Chappelle, which I'm starting to realize is a weird sentence. But the second reason is because uh it's because of his big nasally voice. Yeah. You notice that about Dave Chappelle? Fuck me, man. I'm trying to shit on Dave Chappelle. This fucking guy, this Malaysian fucking guy. <laughs> the disrespect. She charges extra for sissies. It's a joke, people. A really badly executed one. This is going terribly. I'm, uh, I apologize. Fuck my life. Uh, hey, guys. It's time for some podcast love. Hey, you beautiful fucks. Did you enjoy this episode so far? If you did, thank you so much for hanging out. If you would like to help me grow, then please do. Share this podcast with your friends. The best way you can do that is to just take a screenshot of this episode right here. You can upload it to your Instagram story and tag me at the comedy podcast underscore while you are there. Feel free to send me any listener questions you might have. It can be about local news, any funny thoughts you had want to share, funny story, romantic advice, that kind of shit, you know. Looking forward to your listener questions. To your, yeah, you beautiful fucks. And now back to the episode. Okay, this is uh, my last Taliban rant. I'm probably lying. Uh, I had dinner with my mom yesterday and holy shit, my mother is an ardent Taliban supporter. I spent an entire dinner with her just absolutely gobsmacked and curious about why she loves the Taliban so much. She was like telling me there's this Yvonne Ridley, British journalist who was captured by the Taliban 
and converted to Islam. And she was like, you see, Islam is perfect. So many white people are converting. I'm like, fine. Great. But my theory about about Yvonne Ridley is that she, while she was kidnapped by the Taliban, I think she had some really good dick while she was there. They fucked her so good that now she can't come unless uh, the man has a giant black beard, wears a turban and smells like an Arab perfume shop. Mama was basically saying how all the news about the Taliban is from the West and has been distorted to suit their agenda. She was saying that I have it totally backward. Apparently, the Taliban are a peace-loving group of people. So I brought up the people calling my phone from Afghanistan every day. To the people who don't know, in previous episodes, I talked about how my family business has posted ads targeting people living in Afghanistan. And I made the mistake of putting my personal phone number uh, on the ad itself. And every day, people are calling me, begging me, to help them flee the Taliban. I just don't pick up anymore. I have fathers sending me pictures of their wife and their daughter. Like, please, they will kill us because we are a Shia. Don't let them take my daughter. I have daughters sending me pictures of her grandparents, begging me to help them escape because they're too weak and will die if the Taliban take them. When I told that to my mother, my mother said they're being dramatic. Yeah. She said that if anyone in Afghanistan was helping, excuse me, helping the US regime, then of course they would be afraid and try to run. And I just don't understand how she can call a group of peace loving, how she can call this group peace loving against all evidence that they are indeed violent mass rapists and mass murderers. Usual disclaimer any conversation about the Taliban is incomplete without discussing the equally murdery United States. Notice how I didn't say rapey. Rapey United States. No, the Taliban are rapey. The US is not rapey. The, the Me Too movement take care of that in the, in the US. And I don't think we're going to see a Taliban version of that anytime soon. Instead of hashtag Me Too, their feminist movement is going to be called hashtag shut, shut the fuck up and take it. Aside from that tangent, I would go as far as to say that the US are even more murdery than the Taliban. So in essence, we are comparing apples to apples. But one apple is a lot bigger and the the other apple just likes to rape. Just imagine like an entire dinner session with a woman so convinced that the media is lying to her, which let's face it, they are. But people like this, their automatic response is that, hey, then it's all a lie. I'll believe the exact opposite of what people are telling me. The oil will never run out. The earth is actually getting colder. The earth is not round. Neither is it flat. It's concave. The Taliban are peaceful. Joe Biden can have a strong hard-on without Viagra. They're turning gay frogs straight. Turtles don't choke on plastic straws because they can't even use the straws. I should have said all that. Uh, In a more organized order. I felt like I ordered that pretty terribly. Should have started started with the fucking turtle. Sorry, people. I went off a bit off the rails there. It, uh, for some reason, upsets me when people don't seem to grasp nuance. You know, and as I, as I say that, I do realize that I am sounding like an like an elitist fuck. Like I understand nuance so fucking well. Times like this, I I really do consider maybe my centrist lens of looking at the world is some self righteous way of living life, as though there's a middle ground for fucking everything. I think there isn't. There is no good or bad. There just is and isn't. I 
think uh, so yeah mummy wins the Taliban are fucking peaceful I actually asked her right would you like to live in Afghanistan mama with the Taliban she said yeah why not so now that she has convinced herself that the Taliban are indeed peaceful for her birthday I'm going to buy her a first class ticket to Kabul with Taliban Airlines where which has hijacking insurance and book her a place near the airport where no violent attacks ever happen. She can have a view of the runway uh, where she won't see actual people trying to get into US military airplanes. It was a weird evening, man. I don't know how. I don't understand people. I think she enjoys make-believe things, you know, just things that don't exist. She wants to believe in things that aren't real and don't make sense. To convince people like my mother, the news has to say the opposite. The news has to say the Taliban are peaceful. Then my mother will probably go like, they're not even real Muslims. Muslims don't use violence. Damn it, man. So interesting hum- to, to Muslims. All other Muslims are not real Muslims. Who's the real Muslim? Anyway... I think I should cool it with the Taliban. What if, right, an entire Jakim investigation was started against me because I, I, I shit on the Taliban so much? Goddamn, the hundreds of hours they would have to go through yeah, of my podcast, I'm convinced that they are never going to prosecute me because the people in charge of listening to my episodes will piss themselves laughing. I know I, I'm a confident motherfucker, but I, I genuinely believe that even the most anti-fucking... Jakim officer has got to laugh at my mother's denial about the state of the Taliban or maybe I'm assuming too much common sense from them. And even if they didn't find that bit funny, then they might laugh at this next part. I bet Jakim pussy is amazing, man. You're all covered up there. I bet there's treasure. Fuck, your husband is a lucky fuck. I want Jakim pussy. I want Jakim pussy. I want Jakim pussy. Say it with me, people. I want Jakim pussy. The most Jakimist pussy we can find. I want a burka so big it looks like a kite. When there's a gust of wind, she has to hold on to something or she'll fly away. I want the eyes so covered she can't see. And she's constantly bumping into the other employees at Jakim HQ. I want her to barely get any work done at Jakim because she's praying all day. So much praying that they don't have time to go through hundreds and hours of my content. That's right, girl. Earn your place in heaven. Pray all day. If that didn't make you laugh, dear Jakim officer, then imagine a Jew burning in hell. Does that help? Oh boy, I'm so exhausted. Okay, so I shut on the Taliban and then I shut on uh, Jakim. I, I didn't shit on I was saying I want I want to fuck Jakim pussy, so I'm not shitting on them. I want to lick Jakim asshole. I bet they clean it really well. Unlike, unlike these white fucking people, you know. I bet Jakim anus is amazing. Mm. My mother would be proud of this podcast. So yeah, I um, talked about my mother, Taliban, Jackim, Jackim Pussy, Jackim Ass. So now I want to talk about Malays. Let's do it. Okay. Um, it's interesting about the Malays. Yeah. They love to share with each other. I mean, and this is true even with power. 
they don't really like to kill each other off. Hear me out. Let's start with the kings. Instead of one king, they were all like, hey, let's all take turns. We'll marry each other's sisters, wear awesome hats. It'll be great. Then there's the politicians. Uh, they didn't want to fight each other. So all three Malay parties, uh, PAS is mostly Malay, and uh, formed together for the Perikatan National Government. And sure, they give a few jobs to their Chinese and Indian friends, but everyone knows what's up. Um, uh huh. Instead of fighting each other, they just fucking shared people. I'm not sure if there's a sense of unity behind this. Uh, I'm not sure if there's a sense of unity behind this, but I genuinely suspect that it's from sheer laziness to get up off their chairs after a nasi lemak lunch. So these are our leaders. Can you imagine, right, if the Americans met up and tried to formulate a plan to get these Malay people to fuck each other up so that they can swoop in and take all the oil? They might be like, hey, let's get one gay and let's get a gay one and try and put him in power and boom. The Instead what happens is the gay one gets sent to jail but nobody is fighting to get him out. Yeah, sure, they were, there were some protests, but goddamn, was it a hard day? No, no fights. So maybe the Americans were like, hey, let's, ex let's expose the corruption of one of them. And then, okay, he loses an election, gets convicted, but the people in charge are too fucking lazy after a bowl of chendol to get up and send the guy to jail. We ain't fucking fighting each other. It's just what it is, yeah? No wonder Silat, Silat uh, centers are struggling to stay open. We just don't have the stomach for this fighting shit. We're not like the Arabs. What fucking happened? I shouldn't... I shouldn't be complaining though, to be honest, you know? Because the whole point of this tirade is to show you exactly how our laziness saved us. So, fuck you for calling me lazy. I'm going to wear that shit as a badge of honor. Lastly, please don't take any of this seriously. Half-truths. Half Half-truths, people. Just 80% truth. 95, 100% true. It's all true. Okay, guys. I'm super proud of my Wira Karangan series. I wrote my... Uh, I wrote my Karangan and I think this is the fifth one. I want to read it to you and then you can tell me how I'm doing with my progress. Oh, and uh, Taylor wanted me to tell you she did not force me to write the Karangan. I wrote this all on myself. She just wanted me to make that clear. All right, I'm going to read this now. Tajo <clears throat> ilah. Hold on. Bagaimana menjalinkan hubungan baik dengan kekasih? Okay, that's the topic. This is the karangan. Tajo ini telah dicadangkan oleh kekasih saya. Pada masa ini, dia menghalakan sebuah pisau di leher kucing saya. Dia amat marah kerana cara komunikasi saya terhadapnya rupanya kurang efektif. Oleh itu, saya berhasrat menulis permintaan maaf ini supaya kekasih saya akan tenangkan teteknya. Pertama, Tinggalkan semua impian-impian anda. 
Tujuan kehidupan lelaki adalah hanya untuk melayani wanita-wanita. Tinggalkan sebarang tanggapan anda mengenai autonomi diri. Tetapkan fokus anda untuk mendapati kewangan supaya anda dapat membeli barang untuk kekasih anda. Kedua, apabila anda telah mendapati kewangan yang sesuai, dilarang berbelanja kewangan tersebut untuk diri sendiri. Lelaki hanya memerlukan dua keping sarung dan dua t-shirt putih. Seluar dalam tidak penting kerana duit untuk seluar dalam lebih baik dibelanja untuk membeli teh bubble untuk kekasihmu. Apabila kekasihmu mahu beli apa-apa dan jika anda kurang duit, sila jual ibumu supaya duit anda cukup. Ketiga, Kegatalan anda merupakan ancaman kepada masyarakat. Dilarang kacau kekasih anda dengan kegatalan tersebut. Oleh itu, bekukan air mani anda dalam peti ais dan terus potong buah zaka anda. Apabila kekasih anda ingin mendapat rezeki, beliau boleh cairkan air mani tersebut. Sila berjumpa dengan pakar perubatan sebelum anda membekukan air mani dan memotong buah zaka anda. Keempat, Amboi, kucing saya telah mati. Kononnya saya menulis terlalu lembab dan kekasihmu menghukum saya. Saya akan terus menulis dengan kecepatan kerana beliau telah menghalakan sebuah pisau di leher ibu saya. Saya patutnya jual ibu. Sila merujuk ke perengan tiga untuk panduan kewangan. Oleh itu, apabila kekasihmu memberi arahan kepada anda, pastikan anda mengikut arahan dengan pantas. Akhirnya, seluruh penulisan di atas adalah lawak sindiran. Cara menjalinkan hubungan baik dengan kekasih anda adalah urusan yang mudah. Aturlah perangai anda dan bersabarlah. Yang terpenting, lindungi kucing dan ibu anda. The end. Uh, that was the karangan. I thought it was good, but my standards are pretty fucking low. If you are interested, uh, if you noticed uh, some grammar mistakes, I'm sure there there were so fucking many. But uh, if you want to go ahead and help me improve my writing, you can send your email to my Instagram And then I'll add you to the Google Drive. Don't worry, I'm not going to make one of those lists, you know, where they bother you every week with a fucking email that you're going to end up deleting. By the way, your inbox, uh, I bet there's like 4,000 emails in there. You're going to get to cleaning that up, you lazy piece of shit. Uh, uh, my headspace is so negative right now. Fuck, the problem with wanting to clean up your inbox, right? It takes fucking energy. My energy is so fucking low already. So if I'm feeling great and I go go ahead and clean my inbox, then I'm going to be go back and I'm going to end up going back to like having low energy again. How am I going to fulfill my fucking dreams if I do it like that? Am I right? Yes or yes? I think I'm right. How do people have fucking clean rooms? I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say that. I keep my room pretty fucking tidy. Oh, that being said, I've seen some some women with like pigsty homes, man. 
you know the thing that really unsettles me and this is not this is not misogyny like, like men 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 are, men can be equally disgusting but like I, I was dating this girl once and I went to her home and she had really hot panties but they were all over the fucking place and she's a whore so she is often wet and I'm guessing a lot of the wetness would sort of create this crusty layer on her underwear. So I, I, it was just underwear all over the place with white crust, which is either her lubrication or a strange man's air um, money. And uh, she had a lot of energy because she she wasn't wasting time cleaning up. Uh, yeah, she was she was rich. Rich with, um, rich with a really nice bank account. Uh, she often split drinks and meals with me, and like, wow, what a woman! She was really well off, and her vagina was constantly, suspiciously lubricated, either from her own juices or another man's jizz. I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I kind of panicked. After seeing her, went for an STD test, uh, and uh, I had AIDS, and it was a false positive. But I actually actually have AIDS, and she's dead now. So yeah, she's dead. So uh, clean your underwear and uh, easy on the cream pies. Uh, I'll die soon too. All right. It's time for some listener fucking questions. Uh, hi, Harith. How long do you think you'll do this podcast? I don't know, man. I'm starting to get pretty fucking tired of it. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, um, I could stop tomorrow. Look, this is my guiding principle, yeah? I'll fucking do the thing if I feel like fucking doing the thing. If I don't feel like fucking doing the thing, I won't do the fucking thing. Yeah? Yesterday, I was like, you know what? I haven't seen my mom in forever. I think it would be a great fucking idea to go and just hang out with her. And what did I get? I got a whole hour of of why the Taliban is so great. So, you see what happens when you listen to stupid ideas? Like, hey, why don't, why, why don't you go see your mother? Hey, why don't you start a comedy podcast? It always ends up fucked. You know where you can go where things don't get fucked? You die. That, that Okay, guys. Uh, I don't want to ruin your day. So, <laughs> Thanks for hanging out. I'll speak to you on Monday. Bye-bye.